Good morning. This is uh, Patrick Lee. Had to think of who I was there for a second. It's time for Midweek Motivation Live. I trust everyone is doing all right. Today I'm sipping on some nice black Colombian coffee. I love it. <coughs> it's a beautiful day here in Amarillo, Texas. People are already tuning in to watch. <coughs> Woo, that's awesome. Good coffee. Went down a little bit of the wrong pipe. <clears throat> but hey, nevertheless, it's awesome. I'm glad you're here. People already tuning in to watch the show. We're going to be talking about your thoughts today. Uh, it's time to take an audit, an audit on your life. What are you talking about, Patrick? Why in the world would I want to do that? But, I've, you know, I've experienced a lot of things in my life. I'm 58 years old. And I think that, you know, the, 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 the name of the show is the Midweek Motivation Live. We're motivating you to success in every area of your life. And I believe that if I can help you um, <clears throat> become motivated to change a couple of things in your life. You can have more success. You can have more happiness. You can have more peace. You can have more finances. You can have more love. Uh, these are all things in life that I think that you could count as success. Hey, Cody, is that coffee or a cigar? My friend Cody says, no, that's coughing from the coffee. Not that a good cigar can't make you cough from time to time as well right? Good stuff. Um, but yeah, I want to talk to you today about an audit of your thinking. It's time for an audit of your thinking. And in my years on this planet above ground, sucking God's good air, I've, I've learned a few things about life. And I've tried to share many of these with you on the show. Um, over the past couple of years, we've just recently, uh, congratulations, by the way, to the Patrick Willie uh, Midweek Motivation Show. We just uploaded our first episode of the Midweek Motivation Life podcast to Buzzsprout last week. And for the rest of, well, over the next 30 days, we're going to be uploading about 200 shows into Buzzsprout. And those will start migrating out to all of your podcast hosting websites, Apple Stitcher, you know, Apple iTunes Stitcher, and uh, Spotify, and a couple of other places where you listen to podcasts. You'll be able to watch the Midweek Motivation Live audio on podcast. We've been working on that for quite a while. And like I said, we had over 200 shows um, already recorded and saved, ready to go. <clears throat> We're pretty excited about that. That's the next step, um, you know, for uh, the Patrick Lee Group, for Midweek Motivation Live, for all of the different things that we get into and uh, getting the message out there that you can achieve more in life. You can have a happier life. You can have more success in every area of your life. And it is, it's, it's become apparent to me lately that I needed to audit some of my thinking and, uh, Hey, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you as well. I believe if it helps me, it will help you. Um, I've experienced a lot of things in my life lately. We've talked about a few of those over the past couple of years, change in life, change in relationships, change in business relationships, um, change in, uh, thinking change in partnerships and uh, change in mindset. And my mindset continues to grow um, by leaps and bounds because of the people that I put in my life, because of the mentors and coaches that I have in my life, and because of the associations that I choose to have in my life. Um, and one of the biggest things that I can talk to you about today when it comes to changing your thinking, of course, is changing some of the people that you listen to in your life. Some of the shows we've talked about in the past uh, focused on who are you listening to? 
Who do you talk to? Who do you allow to pour into your life? And many of us have um, fringe friends. And uh, I, I don't use that term lightly. They are, they are fringe friends. Friends on the fringe. They're on the edge of our relationships. They're on the edge of our sphere. They're not people that are in the middle. You know, a sphere is like a ball, right? Or your sphere of influence everyone talks about. Who is your sphere of influence? Who is in your sphere, your circle of friends? And that nucleus of that is the closest part. But you have people on the fringe, on the outer area um, of your sphere, and you allow them to pour into your life and say things that are sometimes foolish, sometimes mean or hateful, and sometimes actually meant to harm you, harm your life, harm your relationships, harm your business, um, because they stay in your sphere of influence just tight enough to have a little bit of a, of a means of whispering in your ear, but they're not your, really your friend. Does that make sense today? They're not really your friend. They're someone you have relationship with, but it's not a friend who sticks closer than a brother. It's not your, your, your brother best friend. It's not your spouse. It's not your parent. Sometimes these people are you know, family members, but we're not here to talk about family members. We're here to talk about people who could be out there on the fringe speaking things into your life, negativity into your life, harmful thoughts into your life. Um, and we have to start auditing the way we think. And when we do that, one of the best things we can do is start thinking about the people we allow to speak into our life, the things, the words we allow ourselves to listen to, and we have to capture, the Bible says that we are to capture our thoughts, right? And our, those thoughts are to be put to work for us. That's one of the uh, one of the, the points here in the banners that's going to come up um, next, actually. It says to capture your thoughts. Put them to work for you instead of against you. How many of you can think of some things that you've thought in the last day or the last week, the last month, some thoughts that you have had that have been harmful to your relationships. Many, many of the many times you think a thought and you immediately, because of our nature, we start thinking about the negative side of that thought and we immediately open our mouth or we immediately have a knee jerk reaction. And that knee jerk reaction um, ends up not being the best way to move forward. And sometimes when the facts are brought out, we realize that that may have been a, a hasty action or, or may have been a thought that we should have captured and put that thought to work for us instead of letting that thought work against us and find out why am I thinking that thought and why did that thought create such an emotional um, response from us? And those emotional responses come from our training, from our upbringing, from our environment. Your environment is your sphere, the people that you choose to be around you. So when we have these people around us and we let these thoughts come to us, we immediately need to recognize those thoughts, get those thoughts under control, and then start taking an audit of that relationship, right? If we're allowing a person to speak like that into our life, is it because we love no love and trust that person, or is it because they're a friend on the fringe? Small hinges swing big doors. 
Many of you have heard this before. I've heard it many times. What does that mean? Small hinges swing big doors. Um, many times a small hinge can be a thought or a word that was said. And when a person of power makes a statement, that statement becomes a hinge that swings huge doors. The path of nations has been changed because of statements. Many big statements come to mind, like Ronald Reagan telling uh, the communist people, the Germans, to tear down the wall. How many of you can remember that? You're old enough to remember that. On the national news, Reagan says, tear down that wall. And what starts happening? The wall of communism starts coming down. Many, many times a person can say a statement, and that statement leads to a thought that leads to a movement that makes huge things happen. Small hinges swing big doors. When we allow thoughts to not become captive, they start opening big doors in my life and in your life. Big doors that are never intended to open. As we're moving along in life, and uh, we're achieving some level of success, then all of a sudden someone makes a statement that opens a door to negativity, to adverse reaction. That little hinge can do a lot of damage, right? My daughter recently came to work for the team and she's doing marketing, went to Amarillo College, got her degree in uh, in science and took a lot of classes in marketing and computer work and is doing marketing for me and learning um, administrative tasks here on the team and is thinking about getting her real estate license in the future and uh, following in her dad's footsteps. And the first bit of homework I gave her when she came to work for the team, I think I have it laying here. Her first bit of homework before she came to read, uh, before she came to work for me, in the very first day she came here, said, what do I do? I said, number one thing I want you to do is read this book. It's called Hung by the Tongue. It's a little book. It's not a big, thick one. It's a paperback book. And it was written, oh, probably in the 70s, maybe, maybe before. Yeah, in, back in the 70s. And it's uh, written by someone called Francis Martin. A study of the words of your mouth presenting in serious simplicity the truth of what you say is what you get. Is this a motivational book? Is this a, a, a secret, a book about the secret and a book about vibration and, uh, you know, all of that stuff? No, it's not about that at all. It's about your words and how they affect your future. That may be important to you. I hope it is important to you. It's important to me. Um Small hinges swing big doors. Our words are containers of power. And what we say and what we allow ourselves to hear can have huge impacts on our, uh, on our mindset, on our attitude from positive to negative. It can take us down the wrong fork in the road. Next banner, all ships rise and fall on the same tide. What does that mean? You may have heard this statement before. I hope this is making sense to some of you. I'm bringing it all back home here quickly. 
Um, but I've I've just experienced this so much lately in life, things that I've had to change and uh, the way I think. And I've, I've had to take an audit. So I, I really hope that this is driving home with, with some of you listening today. All ships rise and fall on the same tide. When we get our attitude in check and when we do get our emotions moving towards the positive side and we get our speech correct, we start seeing an increase in our life, in our relationships, in our business, in our finances, in our peace. And when that happens, that starts a tide to start rising in your life. There are big ships in our life and there are small ships in our life. Some of our friends are rowboats. Some of our friends are cruise ships, right? Some of us, uh, we talk about fellowship in the church. We talk about fellowship in life and with our friends. You could talk about the fellowship of the ring, right? From the Lord of the Rings trilogy. What ends up happening? What does fellowship kind of mean? You know, a, a funny way of saying it is there are a lot of fellows in the ship. And when everyone's in the ship, the ship's all going the same direction. Everyone's going to the same place. Wherever the ship is going, that's where the fellowship is going, right? All ships rise and fall on the same tide. When the tide of positivity starts coming in, everyone in the ship rises on that same tide. Everyone that you have influence over starts rising at the level. As long as they are in your sphere, they're in your ship. And they can't help but be increased by the increase that you're experiencing. Sometimes you need to hang around other people so you can experience the rise in that tide. Today, you may feel like a small ship in the ocean, but when that tide starts rising, recognize it. And your small ship can rise at the same level, the same speed that a big ship rises, a major corporation, a major business, someone that you look up to and admire, maybe a coach or mentor in your line of work. And that attitude, that fire starts to grow and that tide starts to rise, your ship rises with it and you are blessed and increased because of it. But if you are that big ship and you have caused this increase and the tide starts rising for you, you can lift everyone else's boat around you. And isn't that what we want? There's nothing as sad as seeing a harbor. And I grew up in a harbor. I grew up in a fishing town on the Oregon coast. And when the tide is out, I'll tell you two things. When the tide is out, everything dirty from under the water is exposed, number one. And it stinks, number two. Number three, all the boats rise and they sit on the bottom and they sort of lay over on the dirt. You can see the barnacles on the docks. You can see all the barnacles and the crabs and the seaweed and the slime and the smell of the mud from the clams and all of the creatures that live on the bottom of the water under the ocean in the harbor. And every time you would drive downtown and the tide's out, you can smell the tide flats and it smells. It stinks. And boats can't go anywhere when they're laying there on their side in an environment that is they're not meant for. A ship isn't meant to sit in the dirt on the bottom of the water with the tide out. But let me tell you this, when that tide starts to come back in, it's like new life. It's like 
water and moisture in the spring when it comes off the mountains, the snow melt down into the valleys and the grass starts to grow and the trees start to bud. That's what happens when the tide starts coming in. And in Oregon, where I grew up, it's twice a day, every 12 hours on the hour. The tide comes in and the tide goes out. And when the tide comes in, the big ships and the little ships all start to rise together. The stink goes away. The bad smell goes away. The ugly goes away. The boats are all raised up and they're able to do what they were intended to do. That's the attitude we all need to have. We need to rise it, be raising the tide, right? Not causing the tide to go down. Who have you gained or lost in the past few weeks and why? That's my final point of the day as far as a banner goes. I think I may have a bonus tip at the end of the show. But who have we gained or lost in the past few weeks and why? Have we increased our spear? Has our tide come in? And have we caused people to be raised because of that? Or has our tide gone out? Have some people succumbed to the tide or to the waves as the tide was going out and been deleted from our sphere of influence? Has their ship possibly sank in the harbor? Is that our fault? Not necessarily, no. Some people don't maintain their ship and their ship sinks because it had a hole in it. Some people didn't, you know, mend their sails and a strong gust of wind took them out and sank their boat. But who have you gained or lost in the past few weeks? I've lost some people. I've had some people that were in my sphere that are no longer in my sphere. I've been in a couple of meetings where it became apparent that the people in that meeting were not for me. People that I thought were my friends were not for me. People that I've worked with in my industry are not for me. And you know what else I lost? There are people in my industry and other people that I know, love, and, and appreciate from a distance that I've learned are for me. People that I thought were my competitors that are not my competitors, they're my collaborators. And it has blessed my life. So new relationships are being formed. Other relationships are being able or being allowed to fade away. And is that something that's always good or bad? We talk about it on the show. You tell me. There are people on the fringe in your relationships that are not for you. If you have relationships that are powerful, people that are the friends that stick closer than a brother, um, then sometimes those people do need, they need to move. They need to move away. Sometimes making your circle smaller makes you stronger. Good point. Sometimes making your circle smaller makes you stronger. Sometimes that, uh, that point um, makes us stronger. Yep, it does. It seems like sometimes the, uh, sometimes the amount of people we have in our life that we try to maintain, the amount of relationships uh, can be overwhelming at times. And I'm one of those people. You know what I mean? Uh, it, I'm one of those people. I like to maintain as many relationships as possible because I believe the secret to my success is relationships as I believe that it is for you. Good relationships and bad, knowing how to define the, the two and, and know the difference. Um, so sometimes those relationships, when you continue to move forward um, with the people that you know, love and trust, it will become apparent over time who is for you and who is against you. 
And when you move forward and continue to maintain the boundaries that you set for the people that you know, love and trust, some of those other people are going to fall off. They just can't help it. They can't maintain their side of the relationship. So yes, I would say that that comment is true. Sometimes making your circle smaller can make you stronger. And I would also submit to you that sometimes you need definitely um, need to make the circle bigger with people that you know, love and trust. I would also add that. So there is power in numbers. Um, there is power in relationships and and speaking on the positivity side of this, the love side, the relationship side, we need to grow relationships as much as possible. But remembering, like I just said, the balance between good relationships and bad. Some relationships can be mended, some cannot. Some people try to maintain a relationship for years and it's just apparent that it's not going to work. Um, relationships are reciprocal, right? You give and you receive and they give and you give back to them. The law of reciprocity is a, it's a spiritual law. It's something we can't avoid. You will eventually receive what you give in life. Doug, Doug Moster says, this reminds me of the Pat and Pat show on KJRT back in the day. Yes, uh, I was on a radio show for a couple of years, years ago. And we had many topics like these. Uh, Pat Brown, a great dear friend of mine, um, Patrick Lee Brown and Patrick Lee. So we had the Patrick, uh, we had the Pat Brown show and uh, Pat and Pat. And it was a, it was a great time. Those were good days. I remember them fondly. Pat Brown is still a great friend living out in Georgia, running a company, loving Jesus, loving his wife and his family. What an amazing testimony uh, of, of God's power and love and, and relationship building. Never knew when I met Pat Brown that he would be such a good friend. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate that. It is such a great truth. Who have you gained or lost in the past few weeks in Hawaii? This is the, this is the final audit. Take the audit. If you're not afraid, take the audit. I'm not afraid. I'm taking the audit. And there are going to be people in my life that are going to stay. And there are going to be people in my life that I'm not going to remove but I'm going to continue to move forward in my boundaries being me. And if they can't hang, uh, they can't hang. You cannot pull people to success. You cannot pull people to positivity. They have to catch it. If they can't catch it, you can continue to preach it. But if they can't catch it, at the end of the day, that's on them, not you. I'm going to continue being me. And I hope that as many of you as can come along with me. And if you can't, I'm sorry, but I'm going to continue to be me. And I urge all of you to continue to be you. Love people. Man, life is too short to not love people. Mend your relationships with your friends. Be a positive person. Capture your thoughts. Please capture your thoughts. Don't say the first thing that comes to mind. Always season your words so that when you speak them, they taste good to the people that hear them. This is a little old book. You can find it online, Hung by the Tongue by Francis P. Martin. It is a Christian book, um, and it'll change your life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Fear will prevent you from speaking truth. Victory and defeat to begin in your mind. Man, psychosomatics are people who have developed sickness from their own thoughts. Man, this is powerful stuff. The root of thinking is your thoughts. How are you going to get your thoughts 
under control if you can't control your tongue. Man, anyway, I'm going to stop preaching at you guys. I love you guys. Capture your thoughts, put them to work for you instead of working against you. And your bonus tip for the day is your thoughts control your actions, which controls your results, which feeds your thoughts. Get your thoughts under control. It'll change how you act. That'll get you better results. In turn, that feeds your thoughts, which causes you to have better actions, better results, better thoughts. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day. If this has helped you at all, please click on the link in the comments below this video, www.patricklee.work. That is the link to my digital business card created by Nick Krim and Michael K at Content Cards with a Z. If you're in the real estate space, they can create a digital business card for you as well and help you in your business. If you know anyone interested in buying a home, selling a home or investing in real estate, please don't hesitate to share this video. Um, share the link in the comments with them and have them get in touch with me. We'd be happy to help them in their home buying or selling needs. Until next week, this has been Patrick Lee with Midweek Motivation Live saying I love you. You got this. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.